Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. If you cannot tell by my voice or by the somewhat lack of energy, I'm going to try to give you guys the best I can, but your girl is sick. This is how I decided to bring it to my new year. It's being under the weather. But unless I am physically unable, I'm always going to come here every week and give you guys something new. So we've just entered into the new year. And in preparation for coming into the new year, we were talking about setting our goals for the new year. We were talking about that whole my vision, having a plan, putting things into place. So you're coming into the new year with an actual roadmap. You know where you're going with stuff. You're not just coming in and just saying, hey, wherever the wind takes me. And, you know, while having that that outlook on life may be uh, a lot simpler for some people, what makes it a little dangerous is sometimes it, it prolongs where you could have been, you know, maybe a few weeks, months, you know, whatever, sooner, just because you didn't have it already lined out for yourself. So if you have not done your My Vision, then I highly, highly recommend Go ahead and get that started. Pause this episode. Go back to the prior episode. And that was part of me visualizing my new year goals. Or if you want a more visual standpoint on it, definitely check out the YouTube channel for the 2024 Comfy Cozy Vision Party. Now, if you have already done your vision board, you have already sat through the vision party, you have already written out what your focus is going to be for 2024. Now let's get into the nitty gritty of how do you stick with it? How do you stick with these goals that you have just set for for 2024? And I know it seems relatively early to be talking about sticking with goals that you have just established, but this is my thought process on it. The more prepared you come into a situation, the better the outcome can be. Believe it or not, some people's new year goals don't even last the first week into the new year. You start doing the goal and then you start looking at everything that the goal encompasses. Like you you probably start, you probably get the ball rolling on it and you're just like, "Uh uh-uh, this is too much. This is too much. And And then you push it off. You say, you know what? Let's revisit another three months or six months from now when I'm ready. And it's not that you're not ready. It's just that you have not, you devise the goals that you want to do, but you have not developed a plan on how you're going to stick with it. So today I'm going to give you four tips on how you can stick with your new year's goals and ensure that it doesn't just fall wayside after the first week or the first month or whatever that looks like for you. So number one, make it a goal. The reason I emphasize on this is because some people prefer to have a new year's resolution and and let's break down what a new year's resolution is. 
Now, a New Year's resolution is where you identify something that you have done in the past that you was not very fond of. It's probably a behavior or it's a trait. It's something that's undesirable and you are deciding that you are going to change it. So it's kind of like that cause and effect kind of standpoint. The cause was X and the effect is going to be whatever this New Year's resolution is going to be. But typically, like example, when you go to a party, and they ask you to share what your New Year's resolution is, typically you're sharing one thing. Typically, the focus is primarily on one thing. And there's not a lot of order or structure that goes. And I'm talking about the the typical way that is done, not the traditional way on how it should be done. And this is my thing when it comes to identifying your next year goals in the form of a New Year's resolution. One is typically a focus on one particular thing. And two is typically focused on you trying to change an undesirable behavior that you have done. Your goals do not have to always be about you trying to change something specifically something negative. Maybe you want to enhance something. Maybe you want to build from something. Maybe you do not want to have to sit in a negative space to create a positive response. And sometimes, and and let's be real, sometimes making a decision from a negative space doesn't always result in a positive decision. So the reason I say make it a goal instead of just saying it's a New Year's resolution, making it a goal means that you're making it measurable. I always throw out the whole SMART goal objectives. It's because you're making the goal measurable. You're able to quantify it. You're able to say if you've done it or if you have not done it. The next thing here, which really stems from you making it a true goal, is make a plan. This is this is the other thing, right? When you come into the New Year's and you're saying that, okay, I'm no longer going to drink sodas. And that's a good goal to have. But if you do not have a plan, when you start getting weak and you start missing the taste or there's the temptation from it, you're going to indulge. It may be overindulge because I'm all about how that pendulum swings. If you swing it too far to the left... And that's telling yourself, I'm doing a complete 180 right now. I'm going cold turkey. I'm not doing it no more. At some point, that 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 pendulum is going to go right back. And it's probably going to go back a lot harder than it was before you went left, right? And so you're not just making a plan to say how you're going to stay away from sodas, right? But you're also making a plan on if you feel tempted to want to reindulge in sodas. I think that your plan should always have the many different avenues. You know, you have it to where when everything's going fine and you're not feeling weak and you're doing very well. And then you also have to have a plan for when you hit that, let's just say if it's a two week mark, for you. When you get to that two week mark and you're starting to crave that soda, what do you do? Do you, So you know what I mean? And so you need to have a plan. Oh, okay. Do I substitute it? Example, a way for me and my family to get away from having a lot of sodas or a lot of juice, we switched over to salsa water. We still get the effect as if we are drinking soda and it's, it's better. So have a plan, not only for when things are going excellent and superb and everything's going well, but also for when you get into that space of, 
oh my God, if I can only, you know what I mean? When you start getting to that space of feeling weak and you want to reindulge. So you want to have a plan for the full, full peaks and valleys of the goal that you just set for for yourself. Number three, and I cannot say this enough, be realistic. You have to be realistic with the goals you are setting out for your future self. That's the only way to increase the chances of you sticking with it. The last example I just said by doing a full 180, going to full cold turkey. Some people can do that. Some people can mentally handle that, let alone physically handle that. Some people can't. Some people cannot. So it's so what does that look like? Do you phase out instead of having three sodas a day, right? Maybe you're dropping it down to one soda a day and then gradually you drop it down to four sodas a week and so on and so forth. You gradually cut it out and then you put, and that's where the plan also comes in, you put in time frames of when you're going to start reducing it and when you're going to start bringing it down. If you can go cold turkey, by all means do it, but we're talking about sticking with it. And so if cold turkey for you means that you know you can't stick with it for more than two weeks, maybe you should consider the phasing out aspect of it. Now, full disclaimer, if it is a health-related condition to where you have to go cold turkey on that, please disregard and you follow whatever your doctor mandated. Okay, if they're saying you need to go cold turkey, you go cold turkey. Okay, the reason I say this, and it's going to sound pretty crazy, but this is why. When someone tells you that you cannot do something in, in, in its totality where you cannot do it at all, Naturally, at least this is how I am. I try to find if there is an alternative. I might not even ask them if there's an alternative. I may, but I go straight to Google or whomever and I try to find some connectivity with whomever's making the opinion or the statement. Or I try to go somewhere to where the person is speaking about something that is relatively close to what I have to do. Example, go cold turkey. And I'll listen to it and they may say, you don't have to go cold turkey. You can just example, phase out. And for me, I'm just like, huh, that makes more sense. And that sounds like a more approachable option for me. So I say that to say any mandated doctor order for your health, that there trumps anything that is said on someone's podcast, that is said on someone's Google doctor note, it, it trumps that. So you, you put your health first at the expense of whatever your doctor is saying. Number four, and I feel like this here will definitely carry you throughout. It's when you feel like tapping out, when you feel like just calling it in, remember why you made that goal. Remember why you made that goal to begin with. If it is stemmed from something negative, then so be it. But if it's stemmed from something positive, if it's stemmed from something that you are trying to accomplish or get to, something that has been a true big moment for you that you have always tried to get to, remember that. Remember that moment when you're trying to throw in the towel, when you're trying to give up, remind yourself of why you did in the first place. And typically when we're within a goal and things start getting heavy and it just gets a little hard for us, we tend to forget the reason why we went about doing it in the first place. Because we have to remember, we didn't just up and just randomly say we're going to do it. I mean, unless that's how your goals operate, 
then hey, so be it. If you're like that spontaneous goal individual, then also think about it from the perspective of why was this goal? Why was this particular goal that spontaneous goal for me out of all the other spontaneous goals that I can have? Why was it this goal? And then for those who are actually planning out their goals, why was this goal something that I chose over something else? Why did this take the cake? Why was this the the thing that I put in the full front for me to want to accomplish? Remind yourself of that when you are in those trying times. And then also here's a bonus one. Also remember, is it worth throwing the towel? This little moment of of struggle that I'm going to pass and I'm going to get through, is it worth me throwing in the towel for the bigger picture at the very end? So really think about that. Really try to quantify that when you are making a decision. And also try not to make your, your heavy decisions in that heavy moment. So when you're in that moment where it just kind of feels as though that everything is hitting you all at once and everything is just kind of just tumbling in and everything, try not to make no decision that is going to be drastically changing. Instead, take a step back, look at it from a holistic standpoint, like try to see everything that's happening. And maybe some things are not even worth the time or energy. Maybe some things were just made up. You know, you know how we have those moments where we just kind of make up things to do for ourselves, where there really is no exact need for it. We just made it up and said we needed to do it. And now instead of just eliminating that thing that was not really relevant to begin with, we start to look at the goal and we start to say that the goal is the problem. Here's an example I'll use. Let's just say, for instance, that you are in school. You have a lot of tests coming up, right? But also your friends, they are planning a, a trip. They're planning a vacation. And this vacation falls into the time frame of which you have this huge test that you have to do, right? You have this test that you have to do that, that actually requires you to pass the class. And for you, you're freaking out. You're just like, I really want to go on this trip, but I have to do this test because my goal is to to pass school or whatever the case is, right? Remember, that whole thing was never issued to begin with. It wasn't a thought until someone brought it to you. Now you're stressed out and you feel as so though you have to make a decision, right? And for some people, you might say the logical decision is, okay, just don't go schedule another time. But for others, that may that may not be the case, right? But you just allowed yourself to invent something that is a distractor to what your real goal is. And that is grad school. And so now you're stressing your worry and you're looking at your goal and you're saying, this is the problem. So when you're in those spaces, remember why you set forth within that goal. And it's a temporary sacrifice for a lifelong pleasure or for the accomplishment of something much bigger. Okay. So as always, I hope that you gathered a lot of information within this podcast episode. I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful coming into the new year. I hope you guys have done your goals for 2024. If you have not, check out last week's podcast episode or check out the YouTube channel for the 2024 Comfy Cozy Vision Board Party. You guys are awesome and thank you so much for being part of me.